What's cracking, lovely people? You're listening to the Big Feed Up HQ podcast. The podcast about nutrition, movement, outdoor experiences. I'm your host, Matt Gardner, and this is episode 94 of the podcast. I hope this finds you well in these strange and difficult and uncertain times. The situation is changing on an hour-to-hour basis. So I want to continue the pod I want to try to bring you some value and I really hope you get something out of my discussion today with a personal trainer and sports massage therapist. He's from East London and his name is Jack Edwards. Now, before we get into the conversation with Jack, I just want to let you know about a company that helped me keep the lights on. So at the moment, 33 Fuel are still operating and they produce natural and powerful sports nutrition products, lovely people. We're talking chia seed energy gels. We're talking protein bars, energy bars. So really convenient whole food based calories. And they do a greens powder too. So if you're looking for that small variable benefit, supporting health, supporting energy needs, especially if you're continuing with your exercise, if that's indoors or outdoors, then check them out and you can get 10% off your first order using Matt Gardner 10. Matt Gardner in capitals, 10 for 10% off your first order. So let's get into the conversation with Jack Edwards. Jack, thanks so much for taking the time to come on the show, mate. And, um, yeah, in this in this strange and and difficult and uh, different time, how are you getting on? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Um, I was just uh, speaking to Amelia, my my fiance, who you know. That's the reason why we know each other. Uh, how I think my lifestyle as a self-employed uh, personal trainer um, in London has is kind of like equipped me quite well for this because I'm not constantly with people in groups working in groups there's long times uh, where like you're, you're on your own you're traveling on your own and you're making all your own decisions about your business um so i'm okay i've actually been in like I- isolation for maybe 10 or 11 days because i got sick which i don't normally do really quickly into this with all flu-like symptoms so i just took myself out of the equation really quickly and, uh, and now everyone's jumped on board on the bandwagon because it's fashionable. So uh, I'm like 10 or 11 days in. So a little bit crazy, but I've, I've, been, I've been doing a lot of things in the background. Mm. Keep busy. So have you stayed in the flat for that, for that amount of time in London? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, actually, totally. Like, I mean, for the first kind of four or five days, I was pretty sick, had the flu, uh, or a lot of the symptoms, cough, sore throat, headaches, aches. So I just, whenever that happens anyway, I just kind of take myself out of society anyway so that you can sleep a lot, you know, rest a lot, get a lot of liquids. And uh, and that's, for me, that's how it just kind of, it, you get rid of things quickly. And then as I've just got better and I've got all my energy back, now everyone's isolated, so I can't. So it's like, um, yeah, it's like double isolation, really. I don't really mind it. I've got a nice place. I've got a lot of toys. Mm. And you're producing a lot of videos as well. It'd be good. 
later on down the line in the show to have a chat about some of the resources that you're pushing out on Instagram and IGTV. But, mate, it would be good to let the listeners know um, how how we met and also what you do when you're not in isolation, mate, and uh, the, the world is, is ticking on as normal. Yeah, well, we met through um, my fiancé, which is a funny word. I'll, I'll start saying girlfriend. <laughs> my girlfriend, Amelia, um, who is big in the running scene. And, uh, you know, she's, she's uh, the reason why I know pretty much 100% of things I know about running is because of her. And, uh, and you're one of those things, mate, is uh, your top-level nutrition business. And um, I was, a while ago, it was probably like two years ago now, I was really working a lot with uh, models, like high-end fashion models, um, and trying to get them ready for shows. Just that, I mean, wasn't my main job. It just so happened that where I was in London is surrounded by modelling agencies, and I know some, you know, people in that industry, and they started to kind of send me models to get to to maintain. But what they what they said was they wanted them to be you know, model show ready, fashion show ready, but be healthy as well, which I was well about, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm so into keeping people healthy whilst achieving their kind of aesthetic goals. Um, it turned out to be really difficult. Uh, and I really thought by introducing someone with your expertise, um, we could, I think you and I decided we'd try and tackle them like athletes. Because they had like game days, you know, like these these big fashion shows were like their game days. They needed to be on top, top form, top shape, all of that. Uh, it proved difficult, and I'll be honest uh, to you right now is that I was a little bit embarrassed bringing you in. Um, not embarrassed of you, but kind of of how it played out, because you're so used to working with really focused athletes. And, uh, and it just didn't pan out the way we thought. But I thought that, um, and I still think, actually, if that industry tackles it in the way that we set out, that there would be a lot healthier mentally and physically uh, healthier models out there. Mm. Well, there's a lot of moving parts, wasn't there, mate? And I think mm. uh, to start the story off for the listeners, you know, we, we obviously met and got to know each other a bit and understood that we had similar values and... Um, I'd obviously heard quite a lot about yourself from Amelia and then yeah we decided to obviously go into to a couple of agencies and um, you know first things first I thought build the relationship with the people working at the agencies obviously that sounds simple but it was about understanding exactly what the environment was like um, and how they looked after the the models um, there, there were there were male models in one of the agencies that that we helped out, but we didn't actually end up working with any male models together. It was it was it was um, all female models. So I thought, you know, as as a practitioner, I was like, right, okay, these people are going to be with the girls all the time. So if I can understand what they know, and if we can build things from there. And, you know, we've got the movement side squared away with you. You had already been training some of the girls one to one. I thought, OK, let's get in and let's get to know these these people working at the agencies. And hopefully um, they can understand where we're coming from, because obviously, like you said, we're all about health. And then, of course, certain times before shows, 
like you said, treating them as athletes, their bodies are, you know, basically their, their livelihoods. Can you, can you strike that balance between, and it's a, it's a fine line, you know, looking a certain way, especially for, and you know, again, I'm, I'm no expert in the fashion industry, but like you said, we're, we're coaching people around how to, how to kind of, uh, and I don't even know if lean is the correct word because it's, it's, it's such an interesting physique that they're going for, isn't it? In in essence, and this is quite a reductionist way of looking at it, but it is straight up and down, isn't it? These Some of these women need to have clothes on and they need to go straight down. And we had conversations with, with some of the people in, in the agencies around, okay, they need to be toned or they need to be lean and, um, you know, they need to come at a certain waist to hip ratio. So, um, yeah. The waist to hip ratio thing was the thing that drove me and, women that I worked with crazy and I'd like to say that all of the women I worked with because it was a, a, a few years and it was a, it was only at the end of my time working with a lot of models uh, that I brought you in because obviously I just met you and I was like brilliant we can really step this up but I'd been working with them for a long time and I'd say that every single woman that I worked with um, I really got on well with and they, they did, on a one-to-one basis, all work really, really hard. And for some of them, they'd never done anything like that. And they were all very young. So I can't personally, although it's my job, if I was 16, 17, 18, 19, it was, it was mainly 18 up, but 18, 19, 20, if I was told to go and work with a personal trainer, I mean, I don't know if I would have had the focus either. Uh, I mean, and I'm not saying they didn't have the focus. They had more focus than I would have. So they worked really, really hard, but the things, the physical things asked of them and of their bodies, I thought were insane. Mm. And it was, it was almost impossible because often I'd be told by their agencies, oh, well, when she was 16, she was this size and it was easy. Now she's 20, I think, you know, it's just, she's really struggling to be this size and it'd be like hip ratios. And you'd be like, well, their hips have grown, like their bone structure's changed. I can't, I can't train a bone structure back to adolescence. And you would run against this brick wall over and over again. You met these women, right? You met them, you saw them physically. And they were some of the slightest women you've ever met and they've been told to kind of lose a bit of weight to get to this certain shape and it came down to a lot of them the only way that they would fit that uh, straight down um, body shape that you were talking about realistically would be to atrophy muscle atrophy leg muscle atrophy glute muscle in order for the measurements to fit and uh, to do that healthily is incredibly difficult <laughs> you know mm. that's why we needed someone I thought someone like you could really change it and I'm sure you could your, your expertise there but uh, it's very you need 100% from the other person and still then it might not work mm. because of body shape you know mm. and I think it's it's a good conversation to have and be open about because there'll there'll be people that are getting into personal training um, you know, group fitness coaching. There'll be people studying <clears throat> all kinds of things, nutrition, um, similar similar to you, mate. Sports massage, 
and it's taking that theory and putting it into practice and then when you actually do get into the field um, for want of a better term you realize there are so many moving parts and you know it's not always the case that you're going to start six eight ten months out from fashion week and we have you know this ideal periodized plan where you get to lay in okay you know we're going to teach you technique on uh compound movements you're going to then get into using kettlebells plyometric training you're going to then work through some core i'm going to add some high intensity when you're getting closer to your show you know matt's going to talk to you about your food environment a lot of the models obviously lived in in groups in these houses i had no idea about that some of them obviously had come from around the world so language barriers um obviously you know some of them had uh, parents and things sitting in on consults and stuff like with me so really if we'd if and it's not making excuses but it's just saying we really had to adapt you know as 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 a, as a coach and as a practitioner we had to try to adapt and i just thought anything we do do will benefit them because obviously a lot of them were there yes okay they're talented because there's more that goes to it than just to look um so genetics obviously plays a part and the way they grafted you know the way they opened up their lives to take on the work with the agencies and travels hats off to that but then like you said it's 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 then uh it's it's a huge ask getting getting these young women to manipulate their bodies and that's just the physical side so you know unpacking the psychological side too is very complex so i just thought you know what can i do identify any red flags see what their health status like as as best of my ability and and within my scope of practice around nutrition and then obviously just start to see what they know and and see how i can help yeah and i i I totally agree i think you did that really well and i remember you and i would almost be kind of hitting our heads against the wall because we you genuinely want to help these young people and but there again there's a lot of factors for us it's like like everything you've said if you could concentrate on one person like an athlete and be with them all the time you could create a supermodel you could if they if you were with them the whole time but if you've got multiple for us it was multiple women all at a very young age and suddenly they're all being asked a crazy amount of stuff can you forget that there'd be drop of the hat, we've got you a job, we're flying you to Barcelona, we're flying you over here, you're going to be away for two weeks. Consistency was was almost impossible. The, the, more, the more work someone got, the consistency would be really bad. That would play on their mental health. I definitely, and I mean, we can talk about this as, you know, as a, a PT and a coach and whatever, is that you do become this... Uh, it's like you're 50% coach, 50% completely untrained therapist. Like, you hear the woes of, I didn't get this job, or I feel... That. I mean, this isn't just for the modelling industry. You you get a lot of people's problems put onto you. You talk to them for a long time. You create this relationship. It Often, the relationship strays out of just professional health and into kind of what their day was like, what their mood is like, and... I'll tell you right now, like I'm not professionally trained for that, and it became difficult. And I and I saw that you, it started to happen to you as well because you just want to help them, and they don't understand why that they haven't lost this weight, or they don't understand why they're so tired all the time, or they don't understand why their moods are swinging. 
and then they're being asked to fly somewhere and then they're being told that they're not good enough for the show and then they didn't get picked for the show every time they go for a job they're being told either you're not the look we want you're just not right you're too big you're too small we want to make sure that you get smaller but you stay healthy you know it's uh, it's so much for a young person to take on and then you're trying to mitigate that over skype <laughs> so it's a it's a very challenging part and i really wish that um, i could help everyone you know mm. we could have helped everyone it's very difficult and it's good to have these honest conversations because obviously you know as 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 a coach and as a practitioner we do we do stay in our lanes because we are professional but like you said you can't stop someone from from talking to you in a certain way especially when they're feeling vulnerable or they're uh, stressed or they're tired and you know ideally hands up it it would be great if uh, they they followed our instructions they went and employed a cbt therapist or they went to get counseling and concurrently they saw yourself for movement and training they saw me for nutrition they went and had a you know a, a full blood panel done check their hormonal levels their vitamin d you know everyone talks about these things mm. um but we've seen at, at the drop of a hat in in that industry especially if a few of the girls we we're working with they started to take off in terms of some of the work they're going to be traveling you know they're, they're going to be going to different places and um you know it's it's re- it's really tough it's really tough and and you know we get trained in a certain way to to identify these things and and there's pathways of care but that doesn't mean that people follow it and you know we can give our opinions on things or we can say look you know i'm probably not the best person to talk to about this but they don't really have other people to talk to them about these kind of things sometimes. So, and, you know, we came in, we were this kind of extension. The agency asked us to come in, health and fitness, um, and straight away, you know, you're seen as the guy, right, okay, couple of sessions a week with Jack, they're going to get an incredible shape. Uh, Matt's going to give them a meal plan. And it's, uh, that disconnect is, um, it is real, you know. People expect us to be miracle workers, but actually you have to, engage with the individual first and get to know their health status how they move their fitness you know their relationship with exercise and food whereas that just gets kind of glossed over doesn't it really Mm. it's yeah it's tough because also everybody has a different relationship with food and it's a no surprise that that certain industry well i mean you and i obviously work bounce between a lot of industries that will have people that have uh, odd relationships with food. You know, athletes will also have odd relationships with food. So in the fashion industry, do people have odd relationships with food? Uh, and so you're, you're going to bump into a lot of different types of these people. Um, I'd like to, I, I would like to also say, on their part, that having all of that help, especially in London, it's really expensive. You know, coming to see me, or and I'm purposely not a crazily expensive personal trainer in London. If you were outside of London and you saw my prices, you might think that's mad. But for a London you know, personal trainer, I try and keep it relatively uh, reasonable because I don't think that health and fitness and expertise behind that should be for the very rich. Um, but it's still seeing me three times a week and then seeing you and getting blood panel work and stuff, that's so expensive. 
as so crazily expensive, especially if you're young and you're just trying to forge your, your career. Uh, so that, if you don't mind me doing a segue in your show, mate. <laughs> of course. That, that kind of brings me to like what I, what, how I kind of changed my, what I'm kind of giving to the public, or not giving to the public, but to clientele. Uh, my realizations at the beginning of this year and how oddly they've kind of transferred very well to this uh, strange kind of coronavirus uh, situation right now and is that I've started to do a lot more online training because the frequency and consistency needed to really mm, uh, like significantly change your, your physique, your strength levels, your fitness levels as you know because you're, you're you know if you don't mind me saying you're a bit of a lump you, you know you've got you're a, an athletic bloke. You you walk the walk and you talk the talk, and you'll know that you got that way through consistency and frequency, right? You train a lot and in a lot of different things, and that is why you are at the athletic level that you are. Mm. And um, seeing a personal trainer once a week, and that is all you do, even if you're spending if you're spending sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety pounds for that hour. If that's all you do, I actually think that's a waste of money. Because one hour a week is not going to change anything. Maybe for your mental health, but there are more effective things to do for your mental health one hour a week, I think, than and just train. And um, you know, thinking about how the women that we were trying to help needed everyday training, but it was too expensive and all this. So I just started to, to, to do online planning with people because they can go to their gyms or they can go to the park and actually me sitting down and writing a month for you, specifically for you, doesn't take that long. If you've got really specific sports-related needs, it might take a little bit more, but, I'm th- but you will have more information for me if that is the kind of person you are, so we can work with that. Um, and that kind of online getting someone to do something every day, report back to you, and you're just the voice. Obviously, they can come and see you, or you can kind of work with them over the internet now, you know, like a video of correcting some posture or something. I do think one-to-one training is the top level of training that you'll get. Um, But being able to get that frequency for people and, and, and consistency was big, which I really started doing at the beginning of this year. And, um, which kind of led me to being almost prepared for what's happening now. I'm assuming you're you're kind of okay now. You know, you do a lot of online stuff as well, right? It'll be over the phone, mate. Mm. So um, yeah, so usually I work in uh, medical centres ar- around London, like most most of the time for um, for Nuffield these days. Um, but then yeah, even even in that setting, um, if people have signed up to kind of work with me. Um, more more than a few sessions, then then we might speak over the phone. They might actually not just come in. So I think in an in an ideal setting, yeah, if there wasn't a virus kind of banding around and people were self isolating and obviously staying one point five meters away from each other, then I I prefer I'd prefer the first interaction, the first hour to be face to face because obviously yeah. you know that ideally that that is uh, where i'll get my best work done but like you said there it's a tiered process if you go to your top line you go on your website someone wants to look at your one-on-one training um and and they come in they see the private 
pristine studio that you that you train in or you know functional space gym it's it's a smart place so if people want like you said there they have they have the means to do two three sessions a week with you and you're going in all different kinds of training and obviously you're the expert with that so i'm not going to try to break down what you do but then like you said underneath that there's 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 another tier someone might just come to you for for some physical rehab for some sports massage they might have another trainer or they might um thrash themselves in these uh hit classes or something and then under that like you said there people may may not want hands-on um recovery rehab massage people might not want one-on-one training with yourself or they might not be able to afford it so then now they've got this uh you know they've got this online online coach and they've got this side of you where you can check in with people more often so for me yeah it's that one-on-one first if I can get to see someone obviously they'll do um, a health history food diary three days this is the kind of ideal side and then we get into things we use that first hour I try to understand as much as I can and then we agree you know practitioner to client we agree what that person's going to work on and then over time you know I do find if they if they do sign up for quite a few sessions over some months then the check the check-ins the follow-ups whatever you want to call it they're very valuable and you're adding layers you know you're at you're adding layers and I think it pushes past that here's a meal plan um here's what to do and if I'm honest mate I know I probably should but if I'm honest I'll just signpost to other resources recipe books um I'll, I'll signpost to, to ebooks that other people have created that that have recipes that you know that they sell because I want to get more get more into that's that's not the right term i, I want to get into no, no, other things you, you know so it's you want to get the best result for the person and that is uh, what a good that's what a good coach is and i would say that if anyone listening um who isn't a coach and finds this a little bit boring what i would say to you if you're looking for a coach is i'd be really suspicious of the coach that is uh trying to do absolutely everything for you you know so like someone who's not willing to outsource to someone who's like i personally don't really tackle uh micronutrition you know with with people i i will give a basic macronutrition plan to someone if they want if they really really want but my first thing that i'll say to them is that it is really really important what you eat and i'm not trained do you mean I could eat healthily for myself and I've, I've figured that out through what I have and I've figured out my own body and I find that quite interesting. I would much prefer someone to go and see you or a nutritionist or a dietitian, depending on what they're trying to do with their, with their food. And I would, uh, you know, I, I did it last week. I, I, I kind of just linked someone up with you, um, regardless of whether they follow through or not. But I, I mean, I spoke to this guy, he wanted to, he wanted to pay me to help him or was seeing whether or not he would become one of my clients just online. He's an athlete and he sounded like he knew what he was doing physically. You know, he really knew what he was doing physically and he wanted to lose a substantial amount of weight to compete at a different weight class in a sport. And I was like, look, I could pretend and I might screw up your, your, you know, your health if I pretend, but I want this money. I'd much prefer him to go and see you and then we've helped just just through that we've helped create another brilliant athlete because you've just passed them on to someone who knows what they're doing and I think if, if you're coach in anything if you're a nutritionist if you're coach if you're 
your strength coach, whatever, does stuff like that, then they really care about you. Mm. And, mate, I think you're, you're obviously a professional too, so you take that really seriously. And I think there are, there are some things that you can you can learn obviously if you want to go and study something and become credited in it and qualified in it i'm not saying that you have to if you're going to be a personal trainer you have to stick to that if you're going to be a an, an, okay. a, a nutritionist you have to stick to that but it's the same as my side you know as a nutritional therapist in in terms of uh, who we're accredited with if you look in the fine print it does say nutrition and lifestyle but where does that stop you know and i and i and I do find myself reading a lot about sleep, um, little bits now about breath work, about the sauna. Um, I obviously have, like you said there, I've had 10 years of training myself. Um, I've been involved in group training. I've, I've done some personal training in the past, nothing on, on your kind of level. But you have to be smart as a practitioner and stay in your lane and then know when to refer. And I'll be the same if someone asks me, like, look, what about training at the end of our console? I'll keep on top level and, and I'll look at, okay, I'll think about intensity, duration and uh, variety. And then obviously anything under that, I'll, I'll need to refer out, you know, anatomy, uh, like the, the, the spine, um, loading people, joints, all these things are way, way beyond me. And, you know, I haven't done a full movement assessment with someone. I've just done a... A, a general health assessment, health history. I've understood their their food diary, and as you probably know, mate, when you first meet someone, even if they are paying you, they might not always be telling the truth. So you have to you have to start to break down some barriers there too. So just because you've got it on your case history form doesn't mean that it's correct. Mm. No, it's and also people they might not be lying to you they might just not have realized something about their life or their food or their movement or something like that um my fa- my favorite one in the evaluation stage is like have you got any injury is there anything you need to tell me what's like what's your kind of your history and then they tell you everything or they yeah, I'm absolutely fine and this comes out through sports massage therapy as well um is you try and i like i love the detective work and very much like your job is that detective work of right, right how did you get here like we're not just going to say that this is the problem it's like you know how what over what time over what kind of um, habits have created this problem that you're here to fix i love that i love that detective work and you'll often get then about an hour into that your training session is oh i can't really do that movement though because i i've got a fake hip and you're like how has that not come up <laughs> how did you know that's like the number one thing so that happens a lot and it takes time for people to open up and and it takes um you know it takes a bit of courage for them to to get into that and it's important to to build relationships obviously that goes without saying and people like you said earlier will be listening to this and think oh you know this is quite basic but that is really what it comes down to if you're a coach if you're a practitioner it's just uh you know it's getting the client to be comfortable it's agreeing action points moving forward yours is obviously different because when you are with someone and they're working hard physically you know, they're, they're, they're going to be stages where it's a bit touch and go. You're asking them to do something and sometimes people aren't ready to push through um, or they don't have the capacity physically. So you have to be really smart with that. 
Um, and, and I find it in a different way. You know, people will come back in and will get on a call and you can just tell by their body language or the way they're saying things. They're like almost apologizing to me about not doing something. And I'm like, well, you know, look, don't don't worry about it. We've you know, we, we've we've got time to, to do this. And like you said, the habits, the relationships with food, all these kind of things, they're they're more important to me. Whereas, yes, OK, if you're working with someone who has a has a very defined endpoint an athlete or someone looking to change their body composition because they go on holiday you might have to change tack and 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 you might have to refine things quite quickly whereas with others with other cases that come in and their general health or i know they've got four or five months before they go back and get a series of blood tests again you know we've got time to grease the groove and um, with me i'm only really touching base with people on a, on a monthly basis so four weeks is a lot of a lot of time. How does it work? I know you don't want to give away everything, mate, but how does it work in terms of your online your online coaching? Is it is it uh, weekly? Is it daily? Or do you do you set things and then get clients to kind of send you them when they're done? How does it work? <clears throat> I use a really good uh, online platform that will is you know it's there's a, a calendar so it'll, I can plan your month personally. I will plan your month. Uh, but I will give it to you on a weekly basis. You are entitled to a 15-minute call or a series of emails or something like that at the end of the week um, to tell me how it's going. I mean, you can communicate through the platform as well, so you can just leave messages uh, next to certain workouts, certain exercises, so that I can see exactly what you're talking about. There's a little messaging system on it as well, so you can leave me messages there when I check your pro, your profile, um, but I will I will release it weekly, and each exercise has a video tutorial next to it. Uh, I'll write rep range. I'll put the weights in if you want. Um, if you're starting from scratch, I will do a kind of like a, a workload, a work capacity. Sorry. Um, like month or two, depending on where your fitness is, because you know if you're if you're starting from the bottom, there's no point in me giving you like a strength workout, really, if you can't make it through that workout. You know, you're not going to build. You, I mean, you, you'll know the period. You know that you've got to get the work capacity first. Obviously, the testing first, then the work capacity is there, and then you slowly move up that triangle of of moving to strength, and then you can start putting explosivity. Uh, reactionary strength stuff like that and I just kind of use that that model really is I want to know that someone is fit I want to know I want to I want to know that their heart their resting heart rate's improved uh, I'm starting to dabble with heart rate variability if someone's got the ability to you know so I've, I've been mucking around with a whoop band so if you can get that data on yourself and then I'll, I'll look at that data and we can we can plan from that as well um, it's, you know, getting into the strength thing is quite easy if you're working with numbers because you can see people's kind of progressive overload and so on. So that's a bit easier than making someone fitter. But it, it's a one-to-one basis. You know, um, I'll get to know you, and then you can tell me as well. Like the, the great thing about this is that you can write, "This sucked. <laughs> I don't think this is working." Or, "I hate this. Like, I want to get fitter, but I hate running." Cool. Let's do something else. Tell me what's new. And that's. I can, you know, it will take me an hour to plan your week rather than, you know, just you and I working for an hour. And I find it much more, um, much more fulfilling, actually. 
and you can add more detail and it's that constant feedback whereas uh, like you said before when people come in and obviously you still do one-to-one top end top end coaching too at that you know at, at that facility but you're trying to gather what they've been doing how their sleep is their food uh, their relationships with their close their close loved ones and friends and family and then also right you know you're training them for that hour mate and then also you've probably got another client coming in afterwards so in the back of your mind you're thinking you know I've got to make sure I wrap this up so there's a lot going on there and um, yeah like you said it gives you more time and you and you can add more detail and I think I think it's 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 a good thing to do mate and I think it's a good way to evolve the evolve the service and and it and it sounds like you're obviously greasing the groove and I'm sure you'll figure out exactly how to balance the week for online clients and then eventually when we are allowed to be let out you can go back to to your one-to-one coaching but I think that's a good problem to have isn't it oh yeah I, do you know what, Matt? It's, it's funny is uh I really missed the one-to-one coaching already and it's like 10 or 11 days of not doing that and um I feel privileged that I've been doing something for seven or eight years and I've taken 10, well, I've been told to take 10 days off completely. I'm going to miss it. So that's, you know, you're obviously in the right job. Um, that, if we, I know you're a busy man, so that's a nice segue to move into what's happening now. And I think how, how people can look at this, uh, look at this moment of kind of self-isolation and being told to work from home as n- not a, you don't have to sit on your ass and watch Netflix and hunker down with your, you know, with your stashed food and so on. Is that there are so many people right now putting out fantastic content for you to work out at home. Um, obviously, there's some really big. I, I, this is going to be a bit of a not a plea, but if people are watching, you can you can go online and you can use one of the really big flashy websites that's offering two weeks free at the moment and they'll be brilliant it'll be curated it'll have fantastic lighting you know and and uh, music behind it and so on but maybe I'm wrong but I feel like they'll be okay whereas there's a lot of practitioners out there at the moment who would love that same kind of interaction and they're not looking to make personally I'm putting out a free video every day just a small workout, just something that people can do. They don't have to pay any money for it. You can find it on YouTube, Instagram, all of that. Um, and I know lots of other people are doing that. So if you have a practitioner or a local practitioner that you know, give their stuff a watch. It might not be as, as polished because they're just doing it. You know, it, they weren't prepared for this. But it gives them some feedback. It makes them feel like they're still doing their job and you can still get healthy out of it and uh, also and you can I'd love to hear your um, opinion on this actually but what a fantastic time to understand everything that's going in your body food wise you know, you're at home you're going to make all of your meals you're not going to you're not going to sandwich shops restaurants picking up you know you know just really quick things from Sainsbury's or something that you can shove in your mouth from from your desk you've got all this time that you're saving that you're not traveling to and from work that you can actually get up and have a healthy breakfast you can prep your lunch or you can make dinner because you're not traveling and you don't have to just you know eat whatever's at hand what a fantastic time to to, to look at your your health 
keep moving and, and understand what you're putting in your body. Mm. Mate, I agree. And I think, like you said, people are going to have more opportunity to be looking online. And I think, like you said, the the videos, the online resources for, for movement and exercise have exploded. It was obviously already pretty big, but now, mm. now, now it's unbelievable. So I think if you're listening to this, like Jack said, you know, pick pick a pick a few options, and if you can pick someone, uh, a coach you know that's putting out free content or someone in your area, if you can support them, I think that's obviously a great idea, and it will reduce decision fatigue because if you're constantly looking at, you know, resource after resource after resource after resource, and you're not actually then committing to a certain program, as Jack will tell you as a, as a coach. You know, at the end of the day, it's about being consistent. So if you if you're if you're putting in a certain stimulus, you know, give it a go and and see how your 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 body reacts over you know over this next month or so. And then the same with nutrition. You don't have to overhaul everything. But like Jack said, you're probably going to be getting back on board with some scratch cooking, um, because you've got all this time at home and you're not going to be outsourcing your nutrition. So just take one thing at a time. Look at your morning, look at your middle of the day meal, look at your evening meal. You could also think, actually, this might be a good time not to snack. Um, you know, could I do three main meals a day? Um, so that's, you know, I think I think it's, it's, it's a really interesting opportunity. And just don't get too bogged down with all the content. Pick a few key people and move forward with them. And see how it goes, and then you could all you could change that maybe um, in in two weeks time or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, you don't have to stick with one person. Look, if you want, if you if you're stuck on ideas on what to cook, just watch Matt Gardner's Instagram, mate. You know, you you will you will come unstuck real quick. Your your Instagram is amazing for ideas about what to cook, and uh, and and. There are others out there, but I'm obviously going to promote yours because it's brilliant. Mm. Um, I will say that my, my Jack Edwards Fitness, jackedwardsfitness.com, Jack Edwards Fitness on YouTube. I mean, on Instagram, I'm Jack Jitsu, Jack underscore Jitsu. I'm really holding on to that because I like that. I might change it to Jack Edwards Fitness one day. But, my, you know, there's no, I'm not, I'm not programming. I'm just having fun at the moment, and that's free. If you want programming, you can pay me. It is my job, and I can really focus on you. But this is, I'm putting it out there. It's free. You can do it whenever you want because it's on YouTube. You don't have to. You don't have to time it. You don't have to log in for a for a live session. You can just go onto onto YouTube or Instagram, and you can just do this movement. And right now, because you're in the home, maybe you've not done an exercise like this for a very long time or ever. Just get used to it. Take it at your own pace. See if this is the time where you can build this new habit. Same with food. Maybe you've fallen out of love with or just fallen out of practice with making your own food. Turn this into the time when you make that habit again. Get used to it. And once you've created a habit, it becomes easier. It becomes quicker. So you might not have had time because you were a bit rusty at cooking. So it takes a lot longer. But you can make this the time where you, you practice that so that then when you do have to leave the house and go back to work, you're quicker, you're more efficient, and it's like muscle memory. Same with the movement stuff. You, you might find out you really like calisthenics. You might find out that you really like some of the banded work, or you just like moving again, and you're feeling stronger, and you want to start going to the gym. You know, have this time. Um, I know we're running out of time, so I'm going to shout some people out as well. Sorry if I've hijacked this a little bit. <laughs> but Mate, it's great. That's why I got you on. It's good. It's just nice to chat, chew the fat, um, and it's... 
I've almost done a hundred episodes, and I can't believe it's taken wow. ninety ninety four to get you on, mate. So uh, I'm embarrassed. But now, um, uh, no you know, this no is this way. is hopefully episode uh, episode um, you know one of many because um, I'd, I'd love it. Yeah, I'd absolutely. I'd, you can tell instantly that I really like talking. Yeah, <laughs> I find it difficult not to. Cool. Talk. All right, mate. Well, yeah. Um, let's um. Let's 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 close off the show and 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 let people um yeah let people know a little bit more uh, about what you're doing. I know you've put on um already about how to get in touch with you. I'll put that in the show notes. Um, what's what's cracking to close things off? Some of my favourite people that put some some cool stuff out there, and they're not giant people, so they're pretty local. They're a lot of them are kind of London based. One of them. He left us and he's moved to California, chasing the dream. But for, for, for kind of jiu-jitsu stuff, I know the jiu-jitsu community is going a bit mad right now because it's very difficult to practice jiu-jitsu without strangling someone else. And that is a good way of passing a virus. So people are at home freaking out. BJJstrength.com, Lawrence Griffiths. He is a genius and he's super strong and he is a legit black belt. Um, and he posts some really quality stuff up there. And it's also stuff that you can do on your own to just get stronger, specifically for jiu-jitsu. Uh, if you are into yoga, I mean, you can't throw a stone without hitting a yogi in London. But if you are into yoga, Kindred Yoga, and that's kindredyogalife.com. I think uh, the owner, Katerina, and her husband, I think they're doing a lot of live streaming. They're doing a lot of kind of classes online at the moment. And I mean, they're, they're amazing. They're based in Deptford and they're some of the best people around, really cool people, great practitioners. Um, I would say, obviously, nutritional, nutrition-wise, Matt Gardner, got to do it. Uh, and, you know, my, my, stuff's, my stuff's not um, crazy difficult to do, so if you're a beginner, I'm just putting out some really beginner-friendly stuff. Uh, you know, we can always take it further on a one-to-one basis, but give it a go, just start moving. Um, and if you are into the movement scene, there is a guy called Farid Herrera. He's got a load of stuff online. He's an absolute ninja. Um, you know, anything you can do standing on your two feet, he can do with his hands. It's crazy. But he's a very good teacher as well. Um, there are a plethora of other people that I'll be shouting out. Um, so if you follow my Instagram or uh, my Facebook, which will be linked hopefully, I will continually post because... There's so many people that I work with, um, especially at my gym uh, that I, I train one-to-one with. I've been there for about four, nearly five years. Um, it's called Pure Fitness Shoreditch. It's, uh, obviously, it's in Shoreditch. Um, basically, every trainer, every personal trainer there is uh, one of the best in London. You know, they, they work all around, but they all come there for their one-to-one trainers. Um, I'd give it a look, especially when you're allowed out of the house. Uh, it's a brilliant place. And um, you can find them on the internet as well. Go and have a look at the facility. I think you'll be really impressed. Wow, that's it. That's me selling. <laughs> May I superb. So yeah, you've got uh, some yoga in there. You've got some resources for movement, for your fitness, obviously, side of things, the remote training. When you get back into the personal training at Pure Fitness and Shoreditch, so I'll put everything in the show notes, lovely people. Mate, look, again... Thanks for your time in this kind of uh, like strange and, and difficult zone we're in at the moment. But um, yeah, as always, lovely people, if you like the show, please share it with someone. It is an absolute pleasure of mine to take some time out 
a few hours a week and bring this show to you around work, around life. And like I said, I'm, I'm getting close to 100 episodes. Amazing. And it just allows me to continue to connect with Jack. You know, we're, we're friends. We contact each other all the time, sometimes on a daily basis through Instagram. But it's good to just take an hour out you know, not look at any social media or anything like that and just have a bit of a chat. So if you found any of this valuable, um, yeah, great. And if you have any questions for us, reach out. You know, my email's on the on the information there in, in SoundCloud or iTunes. And if you're listening to that, and obviously Jack, very approachable, you know, you can't get the man to stop talking. So um, yeah, get a hold of him. Definitely check out the videos and we'll speak soon. Have a healthy week.